Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, episode 149, How a World-Class Climber Discovers New Heights of Potential. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of success. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And sitting right across from me, as always, is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Good morning, Pam. It's always a pleasure to be joining you for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio. And as always, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for visionary leaders to accelerate themselves and their companies to their next level of game-changing innovation, growth, and success. So Pam, we're here in 2019, right at the beginning, and many of us are looking at how we're going to move ourselves and our companies forward to new personal and professional business heights. And no matter how successful you are, and no matter how much you want to take that leap into the next level of success, psychological studies show that leaving that comfort zone of success to move into uncharted territory is just not something that our brains are naturally wired to do. That's right. This is especially a big issue when you're leading for game-changing growth. Right. When we work with clients, we've seen that those with an optimistic mindset do best at navigating through all the twists and turns along the journey. It's really an adventure. Absolutely. Now, we've been talking about this on Growth Igniters Radio for the past four years, yet there is still so much more to consider and dig deeper into. For instance, what's at the heart of taking those first steps away from success when it feels like there's so much at risk? Yes, yes. How do you engage others to not only join you in your visionary quest, but to keep going when the going gets tough? So that's what we're going to discuss, and that's why we're pleased to have as our guest someone who specializes in literally leading expeditions to new heights. Great. She is Julie Lewis, an extraordinarily accomplished outdoor expert who is a high-energy catalyst for personal and professional transformation. She's also the author of the book, Moving Mountains, Discover the Mountain Within You. Drawing on her own unusual adventures in business, the wilderness, sports, and life, Julie has already enabled hundreds of women and men to step out of their comfort zones in the spirit of love and adventure and scale new personal and professional heights. Julie, welcome to Growth Igniters Radio. Good afternoon, evening, morning from Abu Dhabi. (laughs) What a great experience to be joining you in the right at the beginning of 2019. It's uh, fantastic. It really is. We're so glad you could join us today. And your story, uh, when I met you at a conference, was I was just so inspired by what you were telling me. So can we start out by first having you share a bit about your own journey? Like, for instance, yes, what prompted course. you to lead over 55 mountain expeditions around the world and even create a business out of it? Well, thank you very much. I mean, I'm so glad you came and sat at the table I was at in, in New York at the conference. So we were obviously meant to meet. Um, my background, basically, Pam, is in sports science. And I spent 18 years in the health, fitness uh, and sports industry. 
when I was 40, I climbed my first mountain and that really was my kind of aha moment when I reached the summit of Kota Kinabalu in Malaysia. That was back in 2002. And really that kind of flash of inspiration at the top of the mountain thinking, I'm on a mountain, I'm on a natural high, mountain high, that would be a really cool name for an organization to encourage other people to step out of their comfort zone and empower and encourage them to travel and challenge themselves, basically. So following that kind of first mountain summit, a year later, I took a team of 18 women to Everest Base Camp in Nepal. And we raised around $80,000 towards a mobile breast screening unit. And pretty much when I came back from that trip, Pam and Scott, I just thought, this is really what I'm meant to be doing. You know, there's a big playground out there, you know, the gym and the tennis and the squash courts and the swimming pool have been great for now. But my goodness, there's mountains, forests, deserts, oceans, rivers out there, and they're all to be explored. So basically, I would say as a result of that first mountain climb in 2002, and then the Everest Base Camp expedition in 2003, which was actually the 50th anniversary year of Everest, uh, 50 years since Tenzing and Hillary summited, then I really came home and I thought, I'm going to do something about this and and take action. So I resigned from my full-time job. And I started Mountain High in 2003 in Dubai. And it was really loving action, basically. It was an opportunity to offer others uh, the opportunity that I'd had to to reach new heights, connect with new cultures and make a difference, basically, through that. I, I just believe that travel is really, really good for getting you out of your comfort zone because the minute you step on a plane or a train or automobile from where you you live and work, then you're kind of going into the unknown and eventually it becomes the known and you think, ooh, what's next? I want more. Mm -hmm. So travel is a great way to kind of expand your mind, your body and and, and nurture that spirit of adventure, which is so embedded within us, really. We were born to explore. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's just so inspirational, Julie. And I have not done any big treks like you have, but I am a technical climber. And I can say that when you're 100 feet up or so dangling off a cliff, it does concentrate the mind (laughs) and and does make you focus. focus. (laughs) Now, in your book, Moving Mountains, you talk about how we all need to move our own inner mountains in order to reach our full potential. So what does that involve? What does that mean? In a nutshell, it actually means present, being present, you know, with what's now. And I use in the book the mountain as a metaphor for life. And, and you know, some people see a mountain as a an obstacle and other people see it as an opportunity. And, and uh-huh. personally, I see a mountain as an opportunity it, to give a higher perspective. It's um, a very great metaphor for life. It's a journey of who you become as a result of taking that step, you know, from base camp up to camp two, camp three, you know, experiencing plateaus and then the summer and beyond the summer. So this inner mountain really is your own strength, stability, resilience, and your own potential. When I think of a mountain, that's what I think about, weathers the storms. So it's really about moving your mind, Mm -hmm. if your mind's a mountain, through your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. So, you know, it's tapping into your inner mountain versus tapping into that inner gremlin that says, you can't do that. You're not strong enough. You're not big enough. You're too old, you know, that kind of thing. So it's really actually... Uh, being solid and grounded and and present. And I think presence, definitely, when you talked about focus, when you're hanging off from a cliff, you're really there in the moment. 
it, 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 you're not thinking about what happened last week or what mm. is going to happen next. You're That's just true. really there at one with nature. And, you know, to, to be what I call coming to your senses in terms mm-hmm. of what you're seeing, hearing, feeling, uh, and experiencing and touching, you know, when you're connecting with nature, uh, that, that to me is, is coming to your senses and, 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 and being at one with nature and, and accessing that mountain. Mm-hmm. So the trick is how to get that sense of focus and presence when you're not on top of a mountain or in the jungle or somewhere, when you're in your oh my quote, normal life. Exactly. It's, you know, to experience or to translate that experience. <laughs> right, right. Because the thing is that we did do some research and one of the toughest things is saying, okay, I'm comfortable here. <laughs> You know, it's I'm successful (laughs) and I want to keep on being successful and going out into that unknown, that mountain, uh, although it is it is potential, it has a lot of twists and turns. Is there something real fast that you could tell us that can make that switch in your mind? Um, You know, I think it's very easy to run on autopilot um, yeah. Because that's the way we get things done very quickly. You know, we just get up, we go, you know, go shower, make tea, we have breakfast, we, or we hopefully we work out and meditate before all of that. We've got certain rituals and we recognize patterns and to change those patterns, you know, to get up half an hour earlier, to go for a run in the morning, to read, to do things a little bit differently, to change those daily habits. And it's really, it's, it's begin with the why, you know, what's working, what's not working, uh-huh. what do I need to stop, start or continue doing mm-hmm. to get that result you know it's mind over mattress for example in the morning so for some people you know it's like oh I just hit the snooze button nobody knows I said I wanted to work out three times a week um, so I think it's you know that compelling reason why um, that you know that making small I'm talking small daily consistent changes because mm-hmm. obviously we're in the new year right now when people have set resolutions I'm going to do xyz but ask them again by January February are you still <laughs> doing what you said you wanted to do True. you know when people say how do you climb a mountain it's how do you start a business? How do you do anything in uh-huh. life? It's one step at a time. One right. step Even at if a they're time. baby steps, but they're in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Then the minute you start moving, then the way opens, you know? And, and I think that's a lovely Zen proverb, move and the way will open. So it's taking that first step and then taking another one and another one. Um, you can either go from one extreme to the other in terms mm-hmm. of your risk factor, going way, way out of your comfort zone, or just really, you know, joining um, an expedition where you've got that support until Mm -hmm. you feel comfortable. And that's the same in business. You know, you have a network of people around you. um, You ask for help. You learn new skills. You test the water. Mm -hmm. And then you get going. That's the key thing is to to just keep taking action and, you know, turning those positive experiences into, you know, another challenge, a next challenge. If I can do this, I can do anything, you know, that it's very empowering, you know, small successes that compound really to give you a lot more confidence in in taking more challenges or stepping more out of your comfort zone in business or in sport or in your life, basically. Mm -hmm. Learning how to become relentless in essence. I think, yeah, it's, New systems, new technology. When you look at um, where I'm living in the world right now, it's multicultural, cross-cultural, you know, uh, 150 different nationalities. So that's a big area of growth and learning. And then you talk about cross-generational, you know, you've got millennials. So you've got the young tech-savvy millennials and the, the kind of years of wisdom. So bridging that gap and, and, and benefiting from both 
you know, the the years of experience, but also the new tech savvy. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's, you know, part of the comfort zone as well, coming to terms with new technology. Well, that's true. And I think also moving out of that comfort zone is the degree to which we are resilient as well. So uh, what we're going to do is take a quick break right now. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Julie Lewis, adventurer and author of Moving Mountains, about what it takes to nurture resilience and step out of your comfort zone. Stay with us. This is Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We focus on enabling visionary leaders to ignite, sustain, and boost the momentum it takes for game-changing results. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. We'd like to welcome our listeners and especially our many new listeners. If you're not already subscribed to our Growth Igniters community, you can get even more value by signing up. You'll receive reminders of our new bi-weekly podcasts, along with a link to a page filled with all kinds of resources. On off weeks, you'll receive a Growth Igniters post, which is about a two-minute read. So go to growthignitersradio.com today and click the red Sign Up Now button at the top right of the page. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Today, Scott and I are speaking with Julie Lewis, adventurer and author of Moving Mountains, about tapping into our hidden reserves and propelling ourselves and our companies to new heights of accomplishment. Julie, how can people find out more about you? It's pretty simple by going to my website, which is www.julie-lewis.com. And that will also link you through to www.mountainhighme.com. And absolutely all the information you could ever want about me is on there. Okay. And all of you listening can access resources relevant to our conversation today by visiting growthignitersradio.com, episode 149. Julie, we were talking before the break about moving out of your comfort zone, and certainly resilience comes into play here. I think it's important to talk about what resilience is and isn't. In fact, sort of debunking myths about resilience. I think there are a lot of them. Definitely there is, yeah. I mean, basically what we do know that resilience or grit or staying power or enduring um, or persistence is really an essential skill in business and in sports and in life. There's several definitions, the IQ plus EQ plus X, uh, with X being the X factor is resilience, you know, emotional intelligence, um, intelligence, plus that ability to bounce back during challenging times. And it really is about bouncing back, staying being calm and optimistic during challenging and changing times, having an open mind, being flexible, holding yourself accountable, mm-hmm. and focusing on solutions because it's very easy to talk about situations, but actually we need to focus on solutions and ultimately manage that stress because it's like, you know, the higher you climb up the mountain, there's less oxygen. And the higher you climb up the corporate ladder, you know, there's more responsibility on you and to be able to delegate that and to share the load and to let go of, you know, things that actually don't serve you and that you need to to spread that load. And it's a proverb by Lao Tzu and it's Stanley 
like mountain, flow like water. And Mm -hmm. to me, I think that's very applicable to 21st century living and and business that there are times when you need to stand your ground. And then there are others where you just surrender radical acceptance. You you go, um, you know, rather than resisting change, for example, you flow Mm -hmm. with the water and you flow mainstream. So um, there's a heaps of research done, you know, and uh, to identify these elements of resilience. And it's really about being agile and adaptive. And if you look at the word resilience, you've got silence in in there as well. Ah. So Uh I think resilience is being still and silence. You know, we talk about mindfulness and the power of now. It's really actually rather than reacting, it's actually assessing a situation, weighing things up, stillness, silence, and then taking action. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of knowing when to stop and knowing when to cut your losses instead of just going, yeah, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. <laughs> Sometimes and, and, it doesn't make of sense, kind of thinking, that's right. Exactly, to just say, hold on a minute, stop pause let's take a breath let's look around and see what's going on because sometimes you can just put your head down and just say i'm just going to get to the summit and you miss so Mm. much if you know there's there's several ways up a mountain there's several ways for success in business if you feel that there's only one and that doesn't work then you're kind of in stump (laughs) basically um yeah so let's take this from the discussion, which is very interesting, to maybe something that's illustrative. Can you tell us a story of how you and or others inspired resilience during a tough expedition? How did you lead people through the tough times so they could discover their full potential and, and reach the summit? Yeah, and I, I'm a great believer in preparation, planning and preparation uh, yep. before an expedition. You know, you don't just ready, steady, pack your bags and let's go. It's yeah. really um, selecting a team. And basically, I think probably one of the most rewarding um, expeditions I did was uh, the Antarctica expedition in 2012. Wow. And this was a really special project. It was taking a team of breast cancer survivors to the ends of the earth uh, as roving ambassadors to say, whatever life throws at you and, you know, say, when life throws you lemons, make lemonade. But mm-hmm. this was really something, uh, a severe, you know, a health challenge, but then saying yes to the adventure and actually living a full and fulfilling life. So really it was about creating a vision, which I think is extremely important, whether it's in business, sports or life, providing right. a support network. So the teamwork and putting all the resources in place so that they were learning some of the skills prior to going to Antarctica. Um, and you'll giggle when I say this, we were simulating uh, situations at Ski Dubai, which is an indoor ski slope in Dubai Mall, where we're actually camping out at night. We use snowshoes. Um, ah. the, the team got used to roping up because that's exactly what they were going to be doing in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. They weren't uh-huh. just going to be in regular sports and gym wear. Um, right. You know, so although there was basic training, you know, good general level of fitness, I wanted them to get used to wearing base layer, you know, mid layers, Gore-Tex, you know, boots wearing snowshoes and we we captured absolutely everything on film and created a a 23 minute documentary and a book um, to share that wisdom and it was really all about having that vision the supportiveness empowering one another pushing out of the comfort zone and responding to the environment so I think that was really a good test of resilience for all of the team members really uh, to go to the ends of the earth and come back and share their story. I want to ask you, no matter how much preparation there is, there are always unexpected things that come up. Sometimes they're just irritations. Sometimes they're opportunities. And sometimes they're really scary, like life and death's kind of scary, I can imagine. 
Did any of that come up? I mean, you talk about all this preparation, and I agree with you, and I think there's true value in having a leader who knows basically the kinds of things you're going to have to face. But how did you get people through one of those times when everybody's going, we planned, but we didn't plan for this, (laughs) you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously, when you're dealing with Mother Nature, she always has the last word, you know, if mm. um, if the weather, if there's a storm coming in, if there's, uh, you know, and we go dog sledding in Svalbard, you know, if the ice is not packed well, then we, yeah. we have to change the route. And I think the key thing is, you know, I work, I team up with experienced guides. I mean, I'm very much the interface between the guides that that's basically exactly what they do. I mean, we use an expedition ship for Antarctica and I work with them very closely. So basically I'm I'm there with the team. I've done as much preparation as I can from my side to prepare them for what we're going to experience and and so that they can actually enjoy it instead of thinking, oh, I didn't expect this. And then when we do have the unexpected, then you've got experienced guides that know the weather patterns, know when it's good to go, know when we need to hold back, know when we need to turn around. So I think it's all of these factors and, and really Really being able to be very agile and adaptive and, and change your approach, basically, and look at the situation as we do in business or in life and say, okay, what will work? What's the solution? Because it's very easy to say, it's raining, it's raining, it's raining. I say, mm-hmm. well, what do you want to do about it then? <laughs> That's right. You want to get wet or what? Put put your weather gear on or, you know, we need to (laughs) move. You know, so I think, you know, from situation to outcome, and these are discussions that, you know, really do build resilience to actually talk about situations and say, okay, well, what do we actually want to do about that? Let's spend more time focusing on solutions as opposed to saying, oh, well, this is happening. He did this. She said that. So there are so many lessons and we have just brief time. What would you say is the one takeaway having to do with resilience for C-suite executives as they're leading through uncharted territory and leading others, uh, not just themselves, to these new heights of professional and personal growth? I would say really know thyself, you know, Socrates. It's just really that awareness of self, really. What am I thinking? What are my thoughts? What is my emotional state? Am I aware of what, you know, my team, what's going on in the market, how my team are feeling? Am I, you know, supporting them through that? And so I really think it's all really around self-awareness and self-care. You know, you can only give what you've got. If you want to stand strong like a mountain, then physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, that's how you need to be. Uh, You know, we talk about social resilience as well, having a network of resources. So I would say um, being aware, how resilient am I? How do I show up? And how can I build resilience in, in others? We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, Scott and I will speak more with Julie Lewis, adventurer and author of Moving Mountains, about immediately actionable ways to step out of your comfort zone, build resilience and reach new personal and professional heights. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated. We're on the web at businessadvance.com. We're talking about what it takes to reach peak potential as individuals and business leaders and bring amazing new value to the world. 
And along with the energy and potential this brings to a company comes the need to ensure that all the moving parts come together for greatest effect, after all. The faster your company is transforming and growing, the more important it is to be sure that everyone's visions and efforts are in sync. So that's why we've created our special assessment, five questions to ask when you need to move even faster. It's a perfect perspective builder for fast-moving C-suite leaders who need to meet current commitments and move fast enough to respond to new opportunities. Our questionnaire will help you find out where to begin to focus your energy and resources so that what should be happening actually is happening faster and more effectively. So go today to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 149. Scroll down to resources and click the link download five questions to ask when you need to move even faster. And to learn about our success stories, go to businessadvance.com client results. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been speaking with Julie Lewis, adventurer and author of Moving Mountains, about stepping out of our comfort zones and reaching new heights of personal, professional, and business accomplishments. Julie, can you remind us again how people can find out more about you? Yes, of course. If you go straight and surf on www julie-lewis.com that will tell you everything you need to know about me and also link into the Mountain High website for the expeditions. And we know that there are resources as well and we'll have links to those on our resources page that have to do with resilience. So let's move to our immediately useful ideas for taking ourselves and companies to new heights. What would be one idea related to stepping out of your own comfort zone as a C-suite leader? Um, basically decide what exactly they want to do, what is actually out of their comfort zone. You know, are, are they very co- too comfortable? And what would be their definition of out of their comfort zone? Is it new technology, new processes, new strategy, a new language, etc.? So it's the really, what is it? Why do I want to do it? And how am I going to do it? And just mm-hmm. get started. You know, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's all really about taking action. First of all, it's that decision um, and then gaining momentum. So I think it's very much important to have a clear vision. You know, you decide which mountain do I want to climb? Which business do I want to start? Which deal do I want to sign? You know, and then why? You know, what's the noble goal? What's the mission behind mm-hmm. that? Why is it so important? So it's purposeful. And then how? Um, basically. And that sounds super simple. It's just the power of three, what, why, and how. Sometimes we make things too complicated. So what you're pointing out is it's a simple first step. Let's talk about the second idea. Sure. How about something related to encouraging people you lead to step out of their comfort zone? Because we have uh, encountered many times leaders who are very visionary, who have a strong idea of how they want to change but other people who are absolutely essential to making that change may not be there yet. How yeah, can they're you... saying, I'm successful. Why should I have to do anything different? <laughs> yeah. 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 So yes. what's, it, yeah. what's a quick idea? I think, again, keep it simple and clear versus complex and ambiguous and, and really offer as many new experiences as possible. So it, it really and give open communication and feedback on that. So really... I think the way that we build resilience, the way that we build confidence and courage, it's like a muscle. You, you just have to do things and, and, and create opportunities that will encourage and empower people um, to step out of their comfort zone. So very much experiential, 
You know, mm-hmm. it's very easy to read lots of books and, and I love reading books, but then you just got to do it basically. So yeah. you're inviting people really to join you, right? Yes, exactly. You know, I mean, it's just putting, this is, you know, this is an opportunity. Um, I'm, I'm encouraging you as much as I can and I'm providing all the resources. So, you know, so that um, accountability and empowerment and, and supportiveness and then experiencing it, you know, experience is the way we build resilience. So whether we see that as a, a good experience or a not so good experience, what do we learn from that? You know, we grow stronger and we think, okay, I'm not going to try that way again, or I found a better way. So I think yeah. the whole thing about experiential, you know, even when I do keynote spe- uh, speeches now, I, I'm not talking at an audience, I'm talking with them and I like it to be interactive because that's mm-hmm. how it stays in the, you know, the working memory. So they're actually seeing, hearing, feeling and, and, and being interactive because it's more of a discussion as opposed to just listen to me exactly what I have to say. And if you just do this, then everything's going to be great. You know, offering opportunities, bringing everybody to the table and say, we've all got different strengths and we've all got different areas of development. How can we pull this together to make something, you know, absolutely magical? And that uh, is co-creation in a way. And that way, everybody owns it. It's not just mine that I'm shoving on you. Uh huh. Okay. So we're going to move to the third, the third immediately useful idea. And this one, you know, we've spoken quite a bit about strengthening resilience, but what is the immediately useful idea? Well, they could actually talk to the person next door to them because that, for some people, is coming out of their comfort zone. You know, you know, we talk about mental resilience, physical, financial resilience, social resilience in terms of your network. It's really about taking action and, and um, you know, being bold enough, courageous enough to to get out of your head and into, you know, into, oh, I'm not sure if I should do this to, you know, just opening up really. And I think that open and having an open mind and be flexible um, is, is super, super important. So trying you out new so things, right. having conversations with geeky people. You know, I'm, I'm licensed through a 2454 media free zone here in Abu Dhabi and it's full of creatives and I just love hanging out with them, you know, because they have completely different views sometimes from me. And I think that's so important that you hang out with people that challenge you, encourage you, grow you, and maybe not have exactly the same opinion, but you think, oh, wow, I never even thought about that. So, you know, when it comes to mentoring in terms of resilience, I would say, ask somebody 20 years younger than you and ask somebody years 20 years wiser than you. I yes. use the word wise, not old, you notice. Yes. Um, so Sounds I think it's just being open um, to that instead of it's got to be my way or the highway. We've always done it this way, you know, with blinkers on. Right. Um, it's changing what's normal, really, because, the, the you know, it's this, those old strategies. You need now strategies and what's next strategies and, and, and you know, to be able to, to keep moving with the change or riding with the change. You know, you get off, uh-huh. you fall off your horse, you get back up, you get on the horse and you start riding. Yeah. So it's out of your head and into your heart. Ultimately, you have to move from a place that moves you in, in a Very sense. Very much. I, I talk about um, a, a, an open mind and a fearless heart, really. Yes. Do you have some final thoughts you'd like to leave us with about finding the mountain within us? I, I think it's just, you know, being grounded, clear, giving yourself the gift of uh, uh, stillness and silence because we, we rush around manically. We're on call 24-7. Every time our phone pings, somebody needs me, I have to respond to it. So I think it's press pause um, and, and really be self-aware and then move and the way will open. Um, and, and for any of your listeners that want to kind of test their resilient leadership quotient, 
Um, there's a great online test that uh, we can do and are happy to offer that and which they'll receive then their own personal resilient leadership uh, quotient that looks on vision, effectiveness, empowerment, responsiveness and supportiveness as dimensions of resilient leadership. So you can actually measure this, which is great. It's a great platform, a base camp to work from. Oh, there um, you go. There so you go. I think that would be useful. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, Julie. We really enjoyed our conversation with you. Ditto. Yes. Thank you so much for this great opportunity to kickstart 2019. Great, truly. Thanks so much. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To get show notes and resource links for this week's episode, including that resilience test that Julie just mentioned, go to growthignitersradio.com, episode 149, and scroll down to resources. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with these questions to discuss with your team. What new personal, professional, and business heights are we taking ourselves to in 2019? And what do we need to do starting now to get out of our own comfort zones and increase our resilience so we can make it happen? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper are registered service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated are prohibited. All rights reserved.